0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wrestle, 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 And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. Today we have the great Mitch Hancock with us coach of Detroit Catholic. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Well, thanks for having me on coach Zanetti. I don't think you'll find a a bigger fan in the country of wrestling mindset and what you do uh, out there than, than me and Catholic central. So first of all, thank you. I'm I'm grateful to have this opportunity to be on.
0: Thank you. We appreciate all you do for the sport. So take it from the top. How did you, how did things get started over Detroit Catholic? How, How did you grow as a coach and building the program into such a powerhouse?
1: Yeah, well, I had the opportunity to be introduced to wrestling at a young age with my father, um, you know, and he started me down that path, and I was touched by so many influential coaches out there. Um, you know, first, my father, who, uh, you know, a, a gritty individual, hardworking person who, um, you know, sacrificed a lot for his children and sacrificed a lot for me to be involved in this sport, and then obviously carried on to some more um, talented, I guess, and more knowledgeable coaches in the sport, Masaki um, Hata. Obviously uh, a world champion from Japan. I had to work with uh, the ability to work with him throughout my childhood. Um, you know, a, a brother of Tadaki Hata, who I think in the United States, we all know very well. Uh, Mike Rodriguez, um, three-time Big Ten champ at the University of Michigan. When he retired, he retired as the, the all-time winningest coach in, in the country. Um, and he was a two-time NCAA finalist and uh, he was my high school coach. So I had the opportunity to grow under him. And at that point, um, I really never met a coach who highlighted and wrote in their Bible like Coach Rodriguez did. So Coach Rod introduced me to Christ and introduced me to a relationship with Christ, which I then fostered um, and chose a, a great environment to wrestle under Tom Borelli at Central Michigan University. So I was surrounded by some remarkable individuals up there with Casey Cunningham, Ryan Cunningham, Mike Greenfield, Sean Charles, many of the brains and minds that you hear about today. So I had a lot of positive people in my life who, I guess, led me in the right direction to want to give back and work with young uh, wrestlers and and help lead them towards Christ. Um, So that was my journey. I wrestled for Tom um, in 2000 to 2005. Um, chose to stay on one year as a grad assistant, finish up my uh, teaching certificate, and then I had the opportunity to come back to Detroit Catholic Central and and work with Coach Rodriguez for a year and then take over after that. And when I returned home, you know, a lot of people forget we didn't have a returning state qualifier on our team. We had a lot of tradition of having an individual state champ, um, you know, almost every year, but we didn't have quite the team success. Um, that we had in the early 80s and uh, in, in 70s that that Rod had established. So um, in taking over, the first thing I had to do was find like-minded individuals um, who wanted to mentor young men, uh, not only on the wrestling mat, but off the wrestling mat. So I surrounded myself with a team of assistant coaches um, where I feel you um, would be hard to find a better staff in the Midwest and maybe even the country. Um, you know, it starts with Anthony Biondo, multiple-time NCAA qualifier. You know, Matt Steintrager. Um, you know, and a lot of grads who wrestled here at Catholic Central, who maybe didn't have that collegiate wrestling experience, but still understood how to mentor young men um, and teach them off and on the mat. Um, so a lot of people played a huge role in what we've accomplished here at Catholic Central. Um, and and just recently, Jackson Morse, NCAA. All-American at Illinois, Kevin Beasley, NCAA All-American. So we we are really, really keen on finding quality individuals to put in our wrestling room so that our guys can be around. Um, and again, when I took over in, in 06, not a returning state qualifier, and we just slowly built uh, that program into what it is today. And I think it starts with finding the right people um, that have like-minded mentality um, and moreover want to teach young men Um, then find success because our, I think goal and mission here at Catholic central is to create a standard, uh, in our wrestling room where we prioritize what's important. And and that's developing a relationship with Christ, following the process, making sure we're controlling the controllables, um, and then believing in the system, believing in the people that you're around take seeking advice from the people who have been through it prior, um, and then allowing them to help you accomplish your goals.
0: That's great. And I'm, and I'm hearing the recurring themes going on as you're, as you're talking, it's that, that, that faith, the relationship with Christ, which puts things in perspective, um, you know, put surrounding yourself with good people and developing young men beyond the sport of wrestling, obviously all, all three of those. And I'm, I'm sure there's probably a lot of others talk about, cause we, we were speaking about this before we hit record. And I thought it would be important for the audience to hear too. Talk about how faith is important. How you said that you see this at other top programs as well, um how is how has that helped you with the team and developing the young men and not just making them successful but just helping them in all aspects of their lives keeping things in perspective yeah
1: my belief is that you can't solely identify as a wrestler you have to identify as a follower of jesus christ and if you are willing to sacrifice and give your life to him as he did for us Um, I I feel like you'll have a solid foundation and a solid ground to where you can practice and pray um, and share your faith with others. We use the word to be an intentional disciple a lot around here at Catholic Central. So I think it's a priority of mine and many of the people who work in our building to draw our young men closer to Christ. And with all the outside distractions, it's hard. It's harder now than ever with social media um, and, and all these students and all these young men seeing Um, The gratification of money, the gratification of image, the gratification of what's on the other side, rather than focusing on what's in the present, keeping their feet grounded. So having a chapel in the building where we can celebrate Jesus Christ each morning at 720, I think is imperative. And once you can get those athletes to understand that life is more than wrestling and wrestling is a sport, that's fun. And enjoyable, and gives you an opportunity to compete and use that platform to honor Jesus Christ. I think it's a lot easier to find success. And you look at the programs around the country that are successful. It's it's no surprise, right? Your Penn State's, your Ohio State's, your 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 programs out there that that seek Christ and seek relationships with Him, and that's something we tr- avidly try to do here with Bible studies, with discussions, with talks, with pre-practice talks. Post practice talks and and team retreats
0: right and and I, that's like what you say there. It's keeping the faith and keeping Christ front and center, not as just a side, like oh, this is like a almost like a, a secret weapon side kind of thing. Well, I have this too. That becomes primary, and then I think I feel like a lot of young people uh, when I was younger, maybe you're afraid that if you if you put Christ yeah. at the center. And you really make that ever, and you really make him and the faith everything. Well, maybe I won't reach my goals. And it's like, well, whether or not you reach the goals, that, that really is minimal in the scheme of things. And you're far more likely to reach your goals when you do things right, as evidenced by all these top performers, because you're not going to be as distracted. And I think you're right. It is harder for kids nowadays to keep their eyes on the straight and narrow, right? Of wide is the gate that leads to sin, and narrow is the path that leads to eternal life. That couldn't be more true today.
1: Yeah, I would firmly agree. Right. And, and, you know, we have a sign as you enter our building, Jesus Christ is the reason for Catholic Central. So for those boys to be able to look up and see that sign every day when they enter our doors is a great reminder to them. But, you know, starting the morning with prayer, starting the morning with meditation, making sure that you're in the right place, your feet are on the ground and that you're trying to make an impact and show love and show care for others. I think is more important than any wrestling skill you could teach. And once you've established that with your student athletes and established that relationship with them, it's easier to get them to buy into what you're trying to teach.
0: Right. It's like, there is that hierarchy. We say, if you look, you're looking at a pyramid, you have spirit, mind, and body. And if you're built solid, like the, the wise man who built his house upon a rock, it's right there in the Bible that were built solid on the spirit and then you have the mind, and then you have the body, and things are in proper order, all emanating from that from that spirit that you're rooted in. So I guess moving up the pyramid, you got the spirit we talked about. And talk about um, the mindset. You know, I know obviously Wrestling Mindset worked with you guys for a while. What are some of the lessons you've liked and some of the things that you've internalized as well as some of the, the mindset lessons you give the team uh, from yourself? The time is now to take your mindset to the next level with Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you go to our website, WrestlingMindset.com, and sign up for your free trial session today. Don't wait any longer. You want the mental edge right now. When you sign up for the free trial session, you're also going to get a copy of our free ebook, Building the Predator Mindset. This book has helped thousands of people build confidence, relax under pressure, get motivated, and build mental toughness in wrestling, school, and life. Make sure you sign up for your free trial session today.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've worked with you guys very closely over the last decade, and I think that's been a, a huge benefit to our program. Um And I, You know, having a a group of coaches who have, um, you know, our fathers and our our professionals and, you know, have gone through some trials and tribulations in their life. There's a lot of life experiences that we can share with our young men throughout the year, right? I don't reinvent the wheel. I I try and seek out great mentors, great coaches, men who have done it before me. I read a lot. My most recent book was Chosen Suffering, you know, with Tom Ryan. So picking apart and choosing things, Um, that can relate to our program, I think are really, really important. So when it comes to the mindset, giving our guys messages and making sure that they understand that the mind has to come first before the body, making sure that they're confident, making sure that they believe in themselves, making sure that when they fail, we fail forward um, and figure out, you know, what what went wrong and how can we make those, those changes. But to me, it's not just discussion. I think a lot of it has to do with putting it on paper finding out what some of their fears are, right? Finding out what some of their failures are, finding out who their who their mentors are. So when we sit down, we go through a lot of paperwork and goal setting and, and try to figure out the most we can about individual athletes uh, at the beginning of the year so that we have that information to process and discuss with them throughout their career.
0: Excellent, excellent. And then what are some of your own coaching philosophies, things that you've, that not, you know, things maybe you've, you've come into coaching with that you've learned through the years and, and just other um, mentalities, because I always love to learn too. I mean, what are, what are other people doing that? You know, how, to, how do, how do we get better? How do I take what, what you're teaching and then apply that as a father, as a business owner, as a mindset coach?
1: yeah I, I think my three staples are to hustle, have fun and compete you know and, and those are three th- staples I use with my children. I mean I drop my son off at baseball practice all the time. I grab my dog, I take him for a walk. I'm not watching each practice each rep. I don't want him looking over his shoulder and every day he gets out of the truck and, and every day they get out of the car to go to, to school. it's you know, they can repeat these things. these are mantras that that will teach them for a lifetime. hustle, have fun and compete So hustling what does hustling mean? It doesn't mean running from huddle to huddle and getting there as quick as possible. It means winning the morning. So when we get up in the morning we make our, our beds. when we get up in the morning we pray. when we get up in the morning we go through our morning routine. when we get up in the morning we have a conversation at the at the dinner table or breakfast table about what the day what the day's opportunities are and how we can impact someone else in a positive way. So each morning before we're heading off to school, right, I'm having those conversations with my children, right, on winning the day, you know, hustling and getting our morning off to a good start. It, it's no surprise why most of your successful businessmen and wrestlers are, are up at 5.36 a.m. and starting their day early in order to accomplish as much as they can. That's just the mentality of a wrestler, right? We're going to work, 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 and we're going to win the day, so it's got to start early. And then having fun, right? If we're not having fun um, you know, you're, you're going to struggle, you're going to struggle through the day. So one of my staples is smile. Anytime I see a student, anytime I see an athlete in the hallway, and they're walking through and struggling, you know, I always remind them to smile, right? Because I think a lot of times a smile can can force your brain to change directions. By a simple smile, by a simple body language, I, I think you can really change the tune of your day, even if it's a struggling day, by almost faking it to make it, right? And so that's one of my staples as well. And if we're not enjoying what we're doing, um, there's going to be hardship involved. And that can that can lead to, obviously, mental health issues and other things. So um, we want to have fun with what we do. We want to keep it light. We want to make sure that we understand it's a sport, um, and it's a sport to have fun and compete. I think in the mixed martial arts sense, it's it's win at all costs, right? You must win, you must win, you must win. No, I want my guys out on the mat smiling. Here's a, a a great story for you. We're at the state tournament last year, and I got a young man, Clayton Jones returning state champ, um, and he's in the finals, and he's he's putting a a pretty good beating on this young man and he hits a sort of like in a uh, two-on-one position, hits like an Iranian back trip. He goes back and gets two legs, gets into a beautiful scramble and ends up scoring two. Well, after he scored his takedown, he looks over at our guys who were near the mat side and he gives them a thumbs up. And anyone who knows me, I'm not really about that. I want our guys having fun. But doing that during a match, you know, to me, it's a little much, right? So he ends up, he wins the match, he comes over, I give him a hug, you know, tell him I love him and congratulations. And I said, hey, you got to tell me something. What what was up with the thumbs up? He goes, well, I was working on that the last two weeks in practice and uh, my fellow teammate Dylan Gilcher bet me I couldn't do it in the state finals. So I just won 10 bucks. So (laughs) to me, that that was fun, right? And I could accept that and understand that. And I don't think it was any disgrace to the other athlete. I think he was just caught up in the moment and thoroughly enjoying it. You'll see a lot of our guys smiling when they're wrestling. Um, And that's important to us. And that's important to our program that we allow them to be who they are. Because I think a lot of programs will try to create robotic systems. This is the way you got to train. This is the way you got to act. This is the way you got to wrestle. And I'm not about that as a coach. I think there's got to be some freedom to style, some freedom to individuality and who they are as a person, because I think that's where they can blossom the most. And then compete. Right. We're all wrestlers. Right. We compete in every situation possible. And I think if you teach athletes at a young age, hey, listen, you're going to compete for contracts. You're going to compete for jobs. You're going to compete for relationships. You're going to compete for a lot of things in this life. You better learn at a young age what it means to compete. So, um, you know, anything from, you know, one mile, one, one, one mile, time mile, pull-ups, push-ups, you know, circuit workouts, AMRAPs, um, just getting those guys to compete in different environments in different ways, I think is important, but it's got to be f- friendly competition. It can't be win at all costs.
0: Right. And then, and then I think that really helps because if you just become, a, you identify yourself as a competitor, even in the small things. Then I think in a match, it's easier to just snap it on like, hey, it's no big deal, let's go, as opposed to, oh, now we're competing. like na-. When there's these like structure when it's almost like, oh, competition, it's put up on that mountain, on that pedestal, then all of a sudden, oh, now I'm competing. I, I would feel that a lot with myself, whereas if you just get in the habit of competing all the time, oh, it's no big deal, let's go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I went to college with some great competitors. And one that comes to mind is Jason Mester. He's the most competitive guy I've ever met. Former coach at Bloomsburg, longtime assistant at Nebraska. Um, And I've never met a more fierce competitor. I mean, when it came to video games, we'd be playing video games in college. And that guy had to win. He had to win, and he competed hard in everything he did. You know, whether it was corn uh, corn toss or cornhole, he was competing. Golf, he's always competing. Um, and I, I think we see that a lot in the sport. Our wrestlers love to compete, and I think that's something you can't take away from them. But you can't, like you indicated, you can't make a a certain tournament larger than the other, right? Competition's got to be a mindset, and you got to want to compete in everything you do. Uh, but yeah, keep some grace to it as well, right? Because we're not always going to win. And when we fail, we have to fail with some respect and grace.
0: Right. Uh, that's excellent. Uh, really good stuff. All right, we covered spirit, we covered mind. Let's get, I get to the top of the pyramid, the body. So let's say techni- technically, what are some of the things, or wh- what are maybe like two or three under e- uh, underemphasized aspects of wrestling, maybe whether it's physical development, or technique that, that, that you see that maybe coaches are underemphasizing that they should be putting more time into, or, or maybe two or three areas that just, maybe it doesn't go underemphasized. Maybe it's just underappreciated. Anything like that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Wow. You're, you're, you're making me think deep there. Um, you know, when it comes to the, the sport of wrestling, you know, I, I consistently take notes, right? So, Coach Rodriguez at a young age told me he always had the voice recorder, right? And that's an old school way of doing it, voice recorder. And then you find yourself going home and typing notes for uh, two, three hours. But um, when it comes to that process of physically developing, you have to understand that each wrestler is going to be different. So I haven't changed the ball game. Now I use my cell phone and it's, Sometimes a challenging look for parents because they see me on my cell phone taking notes during a tournament. I hope they recognize I'm taking notes and not placing bets on DraftKings or something along those lines. But uh, making sure that these wrestlers understand that we're trying to develop them physically and wrestling. Um, You know, I take notes at every tournament, every dual meet, and when they're on the wall, the very next day those guys walk into the room so that they could see a recap of how they competed that weekend, some of my notes, but I use the sandwich effect, right? Everything's got to start with the positive, some constructive criticism, some more positive, And then there's a, a plan of how we're going to improve in those positions. Stay after practice, work on your front headlocks here. You stay after practice, we have to work on your single leg finishes. Three areas, you know, I, I think that we have evolved in um, here at Catholic Central. Um, in leaving Fargo last year, it was evident to me that the guys that were successful, um, had incredible reattacks, right? The the reattack position is, is bigger now than ever. Um, and I, I think that's something we really started to develop and, and, and get better at is being able to reattack from any position. Um, I think single leg finishes, right. The stats are out there. The single leg is the most common attack. Um, obviously, um, You know, uh, the most common attack, whether it be the Olympics or the NCAA tournament, you have to be able to finish a single freestyle makes it a little bit more easier because you get a push out in that position. So you're changing the mentality from folk style where you're trying to pull the guy center, keep him on the mat freestyle. Hey, we can get to that single leg. We got to get to our feet and then drive him out when it comes to folk style process. mat wrestling is extremely important. Um, So that's something I evolved on a lot in the last five years because I'm changing my mindset as a coach. Um, I want our guys that if they do go off to college wrestling to be somewhat prepared for mat wrestling, because you see a large gap from your high level college wrestlers to your high level high school wrestlers solely on the mat, you have to be able to score points on top. You have to be able to get out from bottom. So those are the three areas I think are, are we most focus on here at Catholic central is being able to have an incredible re-attack, being able to finish a leg attack or most often a single and then having the ability to mat wrestle.
0: That's excellent. So many good points there. The hardest thing is going to be titling this video. Is it spirit, mind, body or is it hustle, have fun and compete? I I think we go with yours, but um, man, Mitch, that's that's great stuff. And And you guys leave for Fargo next when you few days, you said, right?
1: We have to Travel out tomorrow. And then uh, we have uh, quite a few guys down there and, and wrestle the freestyle portion. And we got a few guys wrestling in the Greco portion. You know, we've had a long line of success of Fargo, all Americans and national champs here. And, you know, the one thing I really, really think it's important leading into Fargo that people understand is that these next couple days are meant for rest and recovery. I mean, we have a lot of parents who want to stress two a days. Hey coach, can you get my son a drill in the morning? And then he's going to this practice at night. It's like, This is not the time to put that type of workload in, right? Let's get a 45 minute to an hour drill in. Let's weight management. Let's do some mindset training, make sure your son's in the right place and he believes right now is not the time to get your two to three day workouts in. We're, we're two to two to three days out from the tournament. Now's the time to rest, recover weight management, and make sure that you believe that you can certainly win that tournament. But you also have to understand is how many champs are we going to have at that tournament? There's going to be a handful of guys that go undefeated. The rest of the, the rest of the field is going to take a loss at some point. And how can we reset, recover and redeem?
0: Right. Exactly. And it's, and going there to get, that's the whole thing. We want to go out there to win, but we want to go out there to get exposed. Like where, what do we need to work on? How do do we grow? And how do we, and then how do we carry ourselves? Like you said, bouncing back from a loss. It's just all part of the equation. I think, It's easier. A lot of parents, they, of course, they, you know, they mean well, but a lot of times they're so zoned in, they get into that tunnel vision, where it starts to just be about the success at that specific tournament. However, they define success. I don't know. But when you're coming at it from this holistic um, perspective, the spirit, the mind, the body, it's a lot easier not to get impatient at the end when you get close to that competition and say, okay, well, now is when we can taper back a little bit. It's hard for, for a parent or for someone who's just so focused on the success to see that they want to drive more at the end. So. Yeah. yeah. It's a
1: challenge. It's it's always been an ongoing challenge, right. And, and trying them to, to understand that process. Right. And that those athletes are going to compete at a, a higher level when they're fresh, they have their legs underneath them and they feel good. So, Um, You know, you try to get the parents to understand we all want to win. Right. That's my job as a coach is to put our athletes in a position to be successful and win. But at that tournament, we know it's the toughest tournament in the world. Toughest amateur tournament in the world. Right. Um, And largest amateur tournament in the world. And the talent level that's there. Um, you know, the statistics show it, those, those guys go on to be your NCAA division one, all Americans. So if you have a guy that goes out there and goes four and two, three and two, two and two, you have to celebrate those accomplishments as well. If you have a guy who makes a trip, maybe he's a average high school wrestler, um, you know, and he does not win a match. He goes 0 and two. you have to be able to celebrate the process that he made a national team. He traveled to Fargo right? And, and put the time and the process in to prepare for that tournament. All right. And yeah, he may not have won a match, but in the long run, in the process, it's beneficial for him. Right.
0: It's a win. Exactly. Oh, makes a lot of sense. Well, again, we wish you the best of luck out in Fargo. And you know, yeah, obviously you have, you have your act together where it's, they're, they're going to benefit no matter what. I, I know they will. Look forward to a great continued relationship over with Catholic Central, and we appreciate all you do, Mitch. I, I I got a ton of notes here for myself as you're as you're talking. I'm writing it down here, and you know what I could be doing with 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 my kids because you know it's the biggest room in the world, the room for improvement, and you get that from being around great people like yourself. So, thank you very much, Mitch. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it means a lot to me to to, to uh, for you to have me on, Gene, and I appreciate our relationship and obviously the the job that you guys at Wrestling Mindset do. Good luck to all those making the trip to Fargo, and keep in mind, uh, you know that it's uh, it's a sport. Have fun, let it fly, and score points. Absolutely, I love
0: it. Thanks again, Mitch. Take care, Gene. Appreciate it.